In today's episode of Your Routine Queen podcast, it is an interview and it's one that is really powerful for me because this is a connection with a woman who came into my, I would say, online network over the past uh, maybe four or five months. And I've learned so much from her. And I just love how real and honest she is about imposter syndrome and all of the challenges and just what she has gone through to build a seven-figure business as a mindset coach. You're going to take something away from here no matter where you are in your phase of business. So I would love to hear, do you love this episode? If so, message me over on Instagram at Your Routine Queen and, and make sure to go follow Nora. I'm going to put her link to Instagram in the show notes. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I help healers, empaths, intuitives, and lightworkers create an aligned and sustainable holistic healing business online. Own your true path. Call it in. It's time to play bigger, but you don't want to lose yourself in the process of expansion. You can ignite and amplify both your purpose and your profit. Tune into this podcast for support making clear decisions that are designed perfectly for your unique gifts, business goals, and desired lifestyle. Ready to become your own routine queen to master the next steps in your highest blueprint to welcome in highest abundance in all forms? Let's make it happen. Welcome to your routine queen podcast. Welcome to this episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. Today, I am here with Nora Noel Brown, and she is a seven-figure mindset coach who specializes. I mean, she has so many areas of specialty. I feel like she's lived so oh. many lives. <laughs> but my takeaway is that you specialize in helping newer coaches who also might be introverts, who are desiring to launch and grow an online coaching business like really solid, not just dipping yeah. their toe in like launching. Um, and it's really fun that we have realized we have a lot in common. We've gotten to know each other yeah. over the past couple months. We're both former lawyers, recovering lawyers. Yes. I like to say. <laughs> yes. We are both toddler moms, both in online coaching for about a decade. And so let's just have you introduce yourself. You know, you call yourself a mindset coach. I also know you're totally amazing with the strategy and implementation. So you've, you're kind of the full oh. package. <laughs> well, no, after a decade, right? I mean, let's be honest, yeah. after a decade yeah. building a business, like, yeah. you pick up a few things. It has <sighs> never been my specialty, but I mean, you cannot run a business for 10 years without and, picking up some right strategy right I mean, well you can the, if you're not successful well obviously obviously <laughs> i would not call business yet, right? i think we always so hard on ourselves because i know i would not call myself successful like at all oh, what? Pretty, let's right? dig into this for a second so you are sitting here you are a seven-figure mindset coach you help others i know that like last year you exceeded your financial goal so tell me a little bit about that so what you just said, you don't see yourself as successful. No, what? at all. And I think this is, we are always our own worst critics, right? Yeah, so yeah. like, it's, and when I say that, like, it doesn't feel successful to me at all. But that is because we are constantly hearing uh, that little voice. Yeah. Um. So what it mainly has felt like, so um, in 2020, my kid was born, Amelie was born. Yeah. Um, before that, I was just, I was focused on my business because yeah. well, there were no strings attached. I could just do what I wanted when I yep. wanted. <laughs> yeah. It changes that. Um, so now I have, like, I always surpass my money goals, but that is because I always, well, you know that. So I always pick a number. Yeah. And I uh, define three different strategies. Yeah. I go for them all. So if they all three work, I have triple my goal. Yeah, but if all work just a bit, I still yeah. have my goal. Pretty close, so, so you hit it. Yeah, yeah. So like, and so far, and this is it. Did it always work out for me? No, mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, um, this is like that. Is what I say. Like after ten years, like you picked up what is working for you. Yes or no. Yeah. So now I'm yep. pretty easy, um, to consistently tripling my goals. But yeah, didn't start like that. But why I don't feel like successful? I just feel like a hot mess, honestly. Like, uh, I feel chaotic. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like I'm constantly missing something and mm. um, that I'm not seeing something. I work too with, like, I have my own mindset coach and my yeah. business coach. Yeah. Uh, they're my sanity. Yeah. Um, 
but honestly, I this is it, right? Because I think people always think once you hit a certain level, especially mm-hmm. income level in your business, yeah, that everything runs smoothly and that you have it all figured out and that you're just mm-hmm. hanging on the beach with your laptop all day. Oh, that happens right. too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but right. like somehow in the head, it yeah. doesn't feel like that. We're always mm. trying to also improve, right? So yeah. we keep learning because. I don't even know who said this. It's like the more you know or the more you learn, the more yeah. you realize that you know nothing. And yeah. that is how I feel like like year wow. after year after year that I just realize how little it is that I really know. <laughs> so yeah. like, you would expect it to go like this, but it's actually going like right. different. <laughs> wow. Makes sense. And so you just said, and I, I just really want to emphasize this for listeners. So you are at a high level in your business and you also have a business and a mindset coach. So you yeah. are talking the talk, walking the walk. And so tell me what you, because you provide mindset coaching and you're also hiring a mindset coach. So if someone has never interacted with or hired a mindset coach, like what do you expect from an experience with a mindset coach or what do people expect when they work with someone like you? Yes, I and this is the thing I was talking about that yesterday too. So a lot of people have no idea what a mindset coach really does. Yeah. So what they do expect is that we sit like on screen on a Zoom and that we just say, "Yes, yeah, go, 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 go." But that is like not motivation. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is. I wish it was. I wish it was. It'd make my be so easy. a lot more pleasant. So and. Um, so I coach, so you have mindset coaches in all different kinds of uh, areas, right? So I always focus on either um, high-performing corporate people, or yeah. entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So coaches to me is also an entrepreneur, obviously. Yeah. Um, so those were always my focus. So what does mindset do? We are not programmed to, like I was talking about this earlier, like we are not programmed to lead. We are... Hmm. Um, always been told mm-hmm. no we have been taught to do as we have been told by our parents sure by our teachers by yeah. our employers the environment society the law like right like yep. we that's the only thing that people tell us like you have to follow so an entrepreneur cannot follow it defies the entire purpose right like right. we create something for ourselves so yep. um what a mindset coach can help you. We need, so this is part one of the mindset coaching, right? We need to reset that. We need to reset all those old beliefs. And um, this is a really, this is the hardest part because more than 95% is stored in that gray mass (laughs) that we cannot access ourselves. And the reason why we cannot access it ourselves is because we have built in a defense mechanism to not relive it every single day. So you need someone outside of you mm-hmm. that helps you to dig deep. So yeah. because you can only change it once you become aware. Without awareness, you cannot change your routines. Right. Now, why is that so important? It's because all of your decision making is based mm-hmm. on that gray mass that you cannot access. So right. you are making yeah. decisions and we think we are in control, mm-hmm. but we are really not <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's being ruled like it's being it's like programming, by, like a computer yeah, is programmed program to do it. something until you program it otherwise, it's going to exactly. default, right? Exactly. So wow. without, like, it's the same with Instagram. Yeah. Like if Instagram has an update or Facebook has an update, so what does it do? It reprograms that old code and yeah. that is why it's new. <laughs> right? ah, sure. They don't yeah. just leave the old part there and then just add the new part because it would completely mess up the entire program. You yeah. need to remove the old first. You need to... Um, mm. because this is everything that we haven't thought. We thought it was true, yeah, but it was actually not. And the reason why it is not true is because we absorb that mainly in our childhood years. Yeah, and this is like from like the second you start to understand language. So let's say one and a half, two, mm-hmm. all the way up to your sixteenth. Yeah, everything that we see, like actions from our parents, but also mm-hmm. here we absorb that as truth because well it kept us alive (laughs) right right and we had not the capacity yet Mm -hmm. to rationalize that what they have been showing us so for Mm -hmm. example abuse or 
um, can also be like shouting or yelling or just mm-hmm. like unfair behavior, mm-hmm. we did not have the capacity to rationalize like, okay, what mm-hmm. is going on there? That, that is, is not how it should be because yeah. the neocortex was not developed yet. There's a reason why yeah. the adult age is 18. <laughs> because right. that is only You shouldn't be making big decisions. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. only then it's like that part wow. of the brain is developed enough to make rational decisions, right? So that is what the mindset oh. does. It resets. Yeah. yeah. It makes sure that there's a new programming. Yeah. But also what I think this is a very important part because especially as entrepreneurs or mm-hmm. if you're working in the corporate world, you cannot let your future stay in the future. So you have to bring the future to the present. Yeah. Because otherwise it will be something that will never happen. Mm. Like you have to start living that. And this is the beauty of the brain. It does not know whether it's a lie or fake or right. like it just accepts it. If your actions are aligned with that. Yep. Um, yep. And your decision-making starts to change. And people say it's falling out of the skies. No. <laughs> you put in that ripple effect just by those small little changes because you allow your brain to be open to a new reality right so that is what a mindset coach does and yeah a lot of times it's really intense it's it's heavy it's emotional yeah um now if somebody's never worked with a mindset coach how would you distinguish in your own words the difference between working with like a therapist or a counselor that might be asking you to do inner child work or do it kind of working backwards like how do you explain the difference between that Mm -hmm. type of work and what you do honestly because well i am like my background is uh behavioral and neuropsychology right so i had the chance i i was like okay am i going to become a therapist i see yep or do i go into the different direction now the reason why I did not become a therapist is because you are bound Mm. by the rules of Mm. either the company or the government you're also bound by the time that you can actually spend with someone like they dictate how to behave I see and it's more for me a therapist is more professional but also more superficial because uh-huh. I want like and I feel like now with my like taking it on my own I have um more freedom to really really mm. um like to really dig deep right and even mm-hmm. if someone needs like an extra hour extra two hours right then you go for it right like there's no yeah. one telling you like no no because insurance doesn't cover it like uh, no you go into yeah. that right yeah. so yeah more but that being that in my agreement, I state very, very clearly that I am not acting licensed. as a yeah. licensed therapist, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's a difference because, well, I can also not prescribe you any medication like a, like mm-hmm. a psychiatrist, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think also like you really should see like, when do you want to see a therapist and a mindset coach? A therapist is one, it's more, um, it can also be way more specific. So if you are past the stage that you are really living in a state of anxiety or depression Mm -hmm. or heavy burnout, you do not go to a mindset coach. You go to a licensed therapist. Yeah. Um, You go to someone in the licensed medical field to help you through and who can connect you and um, like forward you if necessary. So I would say a mindset coach is literally to keep your mental health healthy Mm -hmm. to prevent going there. (laughs) Right? That's so So it's like the stage before. So yeah, um, I'm yeah, because even if someone is battling really, really hard, so you always have, especially within the coaching on entrepreneur world, Mm -hmm. you always have some level of anxiety or burnout or depression. That is fine. But if it comes to a stage that... Mm like your life is that you like have hard times life. getting up in the morning then sure. no you don't go to a coach you yeah. run to the hospital yeah um yeah so that for me is well that was my reason why i didn't want to sit in the office and yep. took it out of my own yeah. um i think that is the biggest i would describe those are the biggest yeah for me well and that's such an interesting segue so the next question i wanted to ask you <laughs> is <laughs> So it's actually about a post. I think you shared it today or yesterday, and it was an image that was made that says the first rule to succeeding in your business is to accept that there are no rules and no one can give you the answers. It is for you to discover. 
And what I'm just hearing from you is like you're setting your own roles and how you run your business and the transformation that you want to provide. And I know this is true. And so I'm sitting here as, you know, I've been watching you from the outside and it can be inspiring to know that there's no specific one way to be successful because then you can be like, hey, I can find my secret sauce. Yes. But then for some people, and you know, you and I both know this is true. There's some people that are like, I just wish you would tell me what to do. Like, can I just copy uh, your business plan? Like, let's just talk about that for a second. Do you find it inspiring that you can just create whatever you want to create? Or do you ever get overwhelmed of, of like, I just of wish course. there was a, like a path of forward course. to copy? <laughs> Like all the single time. And that is it, right? So if people like, because there's it, like also the people, some of my clients, they just want that magic pill. They're right. like, okay, I just going to do what you're doing. Honestly, like be my guest. Like this right. is like, you know that, but everyone who asks me about my business model, mm -hmm. I'm very open. You can have everything. You can have my entire strategy. You can yeah. have my copy. You can even have my programs. I don't like, I don't care about the copyrights on my programs, like copy yeah. them and sell them. I simply don't care because it will not work for you. It's not going to be the same. It will not work for you. <laughs> no. um, and that is it. So does it overwhelm me? Of course. And yeah. this is it. And I think this is where the growth mindset comes in very, very mm -hmm. hard mm -hmm. because there's only one way to find out and no one can help you discovering that you have to yeah. try and try and try and try and try again. Right. And fail like 600 times in between. Yeah. That is literally the only way until you have something that clicks, that resonates and brings in the results, right? I mean, those three needs to be all mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's on your first try. Some things you will never find and other things are on your 100th time. And mm -hmm. so is it overwhelming? I would not even say overwhelming as much um, because I don't mind the trying. Yeah. Stops many people because they... Also because of fears of self though, but I don't mind the trying that much. Uh, it's just, it's frustrating because mm -hmm. you put time in something and money in something. And I mean, I'm the last, of course, they say every failure has its learning lesson. True. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm but here. Can like, I skip it? <laughs> like I failed again. Yes. I learned something. Of course not. Right. Like right. you have like three right. days that you feel like I'm just going to have a walk in the park and yeah. You know, have some clear mind and, and then regroup. Yeah. So and you're, you know, I know that you've coached hundreds of people. You've been, you know, in this, in your own path for a decade. Like there really is no skipping no. the learning by doing, is there? No, that is it. There's no, and this is it. If you acknowledge that there is no plan for you. Yeah. Then you also know that there is no such thing as skipping steps. You cannot skip steps in a plan that hasn't been developed yet. And mm. it's impossible. Like, right. like logically, it's impossible. Like, <laughs> uh, you can fast forward, right? So you can like speed up the process by working either with someone like you or like another mm. coach or like yeah. me, someone who has walked already the path. Yeah. Um, because it's easier for us to guide you into. Yeah. The answer is that you need to find for yourself because this is it. And this is the money maker, right? Like mm -hmm. if you find something that works, knowing why it is working, because if you understand the mechanism behind why it's working or not, mm -hmm. you can replicate it like in every area right. of your business and it just right. works. Yeah. So if I, doesn't matter if I'm creating a masterclass or a course or my coaching, yeah. I can literally put in the same formula everywhere because I know it's working for me. Like it spits right. out the clients. Right. Um, but you have to find it yourself. So I yeah. think working with an experienced coach like you or me, it helps you definitely not spending 10 years on the same boot. Right. <laughs> like you can right. do it way faster than that. <laughs> way faster. Um, but this is it. And, and I had also, I had a lot of, and the, I think this is another thing because growing a business, we make plans, but like we have this idea of how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm stubborn. I'm a Taurus. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. Mm -hmm. um, so I really had to teach myself how to yeah. let go of the plan mm -hmm. and just pivot whenever that was needed. So oh, yeah. in the beginning, I focused mainly on imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I thought, okay, you know what? I have to stick to imposter syndrome because, well, that is what people in my environment and my network is knowing me for. 
but it didn't give me energy anymore. I was mm-hmm. not enjoying it because even in your own business, if you repeat the same thing over and over, for sure, you become a robot, right? Yeah. Like so, yeah. I know I needed to pivot, but at the same yeah. time, I was like, ah. so like yeah. it was for me definitely a learning curve to just let go. And now I pivot every year and I enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that is a crucial part, like in the growing. Okay, I would say. And so a lot of my listeners I would identify as either being very highly intuitive or empaths or introverts, maybe highly sensitive. Yes. And so for those of us who are putting ourselves out there online and really feel deeply, yes. sometimes it really does, you just use the term imposter syndrome and that you focused on that for a while and it, it can start to chip away at your self-confidence if you let it. Oh, what is, yes. what's your number one tip for someone if they just are feeling beaten down or like their confidence isn't there because they know they're just absorbing the like the haters or the trolls or the no's or whatever like how can you almost bolster yourself if you are that deeply feeling person to build your confidence um you know it's a tough choice because how to build confidence it's a process it's not something that you do in a day Mm -hmm. um what i mainly so for me um I'm not visible on, for example, Instagram all the time. Mm-hmm. I do not care about growing my audience. <laughs> uh, that if I obviously, if I grow, it's not that I'm going to throw it away, right? But it's not mm-hmm. my main focus. If I feel overwhelmed or exhausted, I step aside. I just like, I take yeah. a few weeks off and yeah. I only hop on. If I feel like, okay, I want to scroll my feet or yeah. go through the stories, like I'm nosy. Um, (laughs) we all are (laughs) but that is it so you need to know okay you need to really like talk with yourself and letting you allow the feelings Mm -hmm. because if you allow yourself to feel and actually name it out loud like I am feeling exhausted or overwhelmed Mm -hmm. you need to step back you need to step back but even by doing so by recognizing it it will already lose a bit of its power just by Mm -hmm. saying by acknowledging it yeah. Um, and I think that is the the first part, like, because change happens from awareness, right? You cannot yeah. change something if you're not aware of it. So the second you feel, okay, okay, I feel I'm exhausted or I'm like procrastinating, avoiding a task, or I feel yeah. more tired in the morning, like all those little things mm-hmm. stop. Like you need to stop in that very moment. You need to acknowledge, okay, what is happening with me? Mm-hmm. Why am I doubting myself? Why am I not just doing it? Yeah. And then and this is like you need to like like claim your sassiness almost. Yeah. Like who has the right to like who make me doubt myself so hard? Who or what can also be like a situation, right? It doesn't have to be a person. Yep. Like who did that to me? And were they right? Because a lot of times if you start rationalizing, it's something that we were unable to in our early layers. Yeah. You you feel like I'm 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 afraid of judgment or the haters or the nasty comments. Mm-hmm. For what? I <laughs> then, know. When you like, like really say out loud, like if you were, if it was your child, you know, as your right. daughter gets older, if she was like, but mommy, I'm nervous what people think. Like you already know what you would say to help that. But when it's right. happening internally, I think what you just said is so powerful. Like once you just admit it, it's almost like you can counsel yourself. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> and even like if you are afraid of the hater comments in like yeah. in the comment but if you, you have those negative things don't read them yeah and if you feel someone needs to answer hire a va to answer your comments yeah. and just let her or him share the good ones with you right. if you know because yeah. you need to recognize what are your triggers if you are unaware of what your triggers are you cannot change them but if yeah. you know what is triggering mm-hmm. then i mean you have to do the mindset work eventually but uh, you can avoid it by simply like avoiding those triggers, right? I mean, it's yeah. not the most, I would not recommend it, but it will definitely get you through the day because here's another thing. It's a circle because the more you do it, the more confidence you will get and the more clients and the more money, the more confidence you get. So it's like kind of a circle. So you need to allow yourself sometimes to just leave the past in the past and the doubt where it is. Yeah. <laughs> and to just like, this is coming from mindset, right? <laughs> Uh, like and just surpass it just ignore it sometimes you cannot live it and I think this is my number one mistake too when I was starting out Mm -hmm. is because I was playing it so safe I was playing it so safe yeah um, because I was afraid to upset people or that people would think like oh no she really does not know what she's talking about etc etc I 
had no haters. Yeah. I thought I had a lot of friends, but those were not friends. That is just like, I wanted to believe that so badly. Right. And because at the end of the day, they were just either colleagues or supporters, but like not if I had a problem, they would not care if I would fail. Mm. They all care if you succeed because then they want to be as close as possible to you. But no one right. cares if you fails, right? So that took right. a while to wow. recognize that. And so I think for me, it was just flipping the switch and mm -hmm. don't care what the haters say. Right. I need honestly, you need to have like I say haters, just people that don't like your content. Totally, yeah. You need to have them. Mm -hmm. And they do not care. Yeah. It's almost it, more powerful to be polarizing because yeah. it means you're taking a stand on something. And it doesn't yeah. have to be yeah. like creating hate or emotions, right? Exactly. Like in that way. But if you don't stand for something, then you stand for nothing. And you're just like exactly. vanilla putting out all this like toxic positivity. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Oh, that that is another thing for me like that uh, you go girl or you got yeah. this like it's so yeah. toxic like it's because right. it means nothing basically but that is it because if you create a group of people that don't resonate with you yeah that implies that you're also creating a group that do imply with you and this mm -hmm. is it right when do people especially if you're um like if you're an entrepreneur or a coach like when mm -hmm. do people want to work with you it's if they trust you yeah. Right. You need to be trusted. You need to be relatable, but they also need to see you as an expert and as an authority. Yeah. And if you keep saying what the entire world is preaching, mm -hmm. no one hears you. Right. No one hears you. It's like basically saying smoking is bad. We right. hear that so often that we simply don't care anymore. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know. And we just yeah. continue our day and take yeah. the next cigarette. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wow. Um, so you need to take a stance. It's like, if you want to succeed, you need to find that one thing in your niche that you don't agree with. Yeah. And you need to say that because you need that polarization if yeah. you really want to take off. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And, you know, even just as I think about, I started a brand new Instagram, a brand new podcast, because I was speaking to an old group that I feel like was just a lot of... Um, you got this. Good job. You know, like exactly. that, that was kind of the foundation of the level of relationship. And I was like, you know what? Even if I only have a couple hundred people that are interacting with my content, that means something. And exactly. You know, I, I just want to share it can take a little while to figure it out. Like, even though I only launched this podcast uh, maybe six months ago, not even six months ago, I've I've pivoted the focus once. And it, it took me like putting the episodes out exactly. for a while. At first, I thought I was going to talk specifically to like anxious moms who are launching a business. And now I'm like, no, it's the introvert, the intuitive, the empath, the exactly. light worker who's putting out an online business and slightly different nuance. But I wouldn't have found that new niche if I hadn't been speaking yeah. the first one. Do you know what I mean? And so like absolutely, if someone's absolutely. listening, it is so many, so many times you, it's just like the theme I'm hearing from you is you can't skip the steps. <laughs> oh no. And this <laughs> is underlying theme also here. Not assume. So this is yeah. another thing because a lot of time on paper, we think that we have found the ideal client because on paper uh, they, they look ideal, but then you start working with those people and yeah. you think, okay, something is just not right here. Like it's off. Mm -hmm. Like they are all of a sudden they're not that ideal anymore. Yeah. And also we say, okay, but she's not my ideal client. And then you actually start working with one of your non-ideal clients and you feel yeah. like, oh my God, she's exactly who I want to yes, work with. Yes, it's so Sometimes true. Sometimes this is it. Like you cannot assume, you cannot skip steps. You have to try it all. Yeah. Um, there, there's only one way to find out, right? And that is yeah. literally by trying it. And yeah. so don't, this is, I think this is for me because I always said to myself, um, like, I don't care if I work with men or women. I'm a tomboy. Like, I, like, my mm -hmm. friends are guys. Like, I connect yeah. with men. Yeah. Um, And I was like, I don't care if I work with men and women. Yeah. I don't like to work with men. Like, at all. So I started having, like, men, male clients. And mm -hmm. I don't like working with them because their energy mm -hmm. and their posture and their, yeah. even their way of thinking, right? Because their brains literally don't function the same way as female brain. Right. And I was, I had, no, I just can't. Ah, I, it's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But you only know if you find out. I Sometimes you think, yeah. I, I know it on paper. Yeah. It's good to have like some sort of guidance, but yeah. please also try the other side before you execute yeah. them. Yeah. Interesting.
Now we're going to talk about, um, you're going to be coming in as a guest expert to yes. my aligned offering, which is called aligned to ignite. And it's a five and a half month immersive experience in a small yes. group setting. And so we have, there's six values that I am infusing into the entire program. It's like my intention that if people walk out of this program, they're going to know these values. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read them to you and I just want you to listen, let them wash over you and let me know which one stands out to you as an area that like sparks for you. Okay. Okay. These are the values. One value is longevity. Yeah. Dis discernment. Design. Spaciousness. Sustainability. And safety. Ooh. Which of those values pings for you right now? So I wanted to say when I heard the word, I yeah. wanted to say sustainability. Yeah. But then safety came. And See, I saw your energy shift. Yeah. Uh, so what would safety in your business mean for you? You know, and this is it for me, my business. I always say my business is my sugar daddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, I work four hours per day max because yeah. for me, it's important that my business is successful. But my, yeah. I have my business to support the life that I want to live. Yeah. Right. So this is one of the reasons why I don't want to scale where like beyond where I am. Like I feel the level I don't look to be the next Tony Robbins or Oprah yeah, or yeah. like any other mind. It's my yeah. portfolio. I don't yeah. want that. It's not my ambition. Yeah. Um, I just want to keep what I have at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that is my safety in my business. Yeah. Um, to keep and this is for me what is really, really important. My business should not feel like a corporate job it should yep. always feel like something that that i'm creating yeah. so that is also why i'm constantly pivoting um so if i feel something is not giving me energy anymore so i think that would it's it's a bit mix of sustainability and safety right yeah sure but if it doesn't bring me energy to me it doesn't feel safe because if you don't mm. give me energy it means you're draining it yeah wow so yep. And that is not safe because that also affects my personal life that I have. And this is for in the first place, right? To support that. Um, so yeah. I would say a mix of the last two. I love that. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat the rules. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> fine. That's why we focus on all six in the program. And something that you're highlighting is that you don't, I mean, you don't have to desire to be the next big empire, you know, and yeah. especially I think if you're more of an, um, you know, an introvert or an empath. And you, so the term that I use, and I don't know if this resonates with you, is that I want my business to fund my family values. Oh, absolutely. Right. So absolutely. my family values around health and education, like I want the exactly. best of the best for my family, but I don't need to be a quadrillionaire to do that. No, <laughs> at so, all. Like setting the goals, you know, especially if you're working with a coach, it does, you don't have to take on their goals. Like you might hire oh, someone no. who Please is like don't. the most ambitious person ever, but you can say, well, here's, it's not, it's not about playing small in my mind. It's just about if you have a business to support your lifestyle, you get to choose what you want that match to exactly. be. Right. And this is it yeah. because I think a lot of people that start working with me, they want to work with me. Yeah. This is also, I have that in my application form because- these are the, the type of clients that I don't want to work with because they want to have my lifestyle. You don't want to have my lifestyle. You want to create yours. Totally. So the fact that I make seven figures, let's not like, this is something that I want to mention, right? So if my business yeah. makes, I make seven figures per year. So last year it was close to one and a half million. Um, that doesn't mean it's on my bank account for one. Mm -hmm. Like we have taxes, like we have right. investments. I have right. to pay my coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Right, so right. Like, let's say that 50% is left of that. So, yeah. um, I mean, I still don't have to drink water and eat dry bread every day. I mean, right, I'm not right, complaining. Right. Like it's a good yes. income. I'm realizing that. Um, but if you don't want, you don't need to want that. Right. Yeah. So if you're yeah. happy with just having an extra two or three K per month, yeah can go for that there's no totally. one telling you that is wrong or like yeah. that is it you decide it's your literally your yeah. the life that you're creating for yourself so for me the reason because this is what people ask me okay so i mean i don't need 750k to live mm -hmm. like i barely spend two three k per month so right. i don't need that amount of money so yeah. why is my income goal always my income goal is always 500k so mm -hmm. that is what i say i determine three ways and okay. most of the time I 
have between two and three times. Sure. Sure. Um, then why is it 500k for me? It's because um, the world is going crazy. Yeah. I want to be sure that my kids are safe. Yeah. So for example, this year we bought a house without a mortgage. So even yeah. if like if something would happen to yeah. my husband or me, I know my kid always has a roof above mm. her head. That wow. is for me important. So that is my yeah. income goal, right? So yep. it's also to create, that is what I say, like my business is my sugar daddy. It's to provide yeah. for the life that I want and the safety I want within my personal life. Mm. Um, I love that. And that's such sense? a vivid description. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you just, if your income goal is the 500K, yes. I want I want to hear in your own voice, if you were to call in, for, for you, it will be a non-income goal to so be separate. So mm -hmm. if you were to call in a specific result or goal in your business in 2022, what do you want to call in? <laughs> so it's not the income. Yeah. Um, a specific goal. I actually, I like in my business or with my business? Ooh, either. <laughs> and tell us why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because like, with my business i've yeah. been already working on this so we have because of the entire pandemic it's been a bit on a pause yeah um so everyone who loves me like i'm crazy passionate about animals so we actually have an entire piece like we bought an entire piece of land um and we are remodeling it for it's um it's for um abandoned senior either dogs or cats Wow. Um, abandoned yeah. and or and or abused right okay um but they have to be senior because no one wants to adopt them anymore and i want them i don't even want to rehome them i really want them to have like a last like a little place. sanctuary yeah so that they can That's just amazing. walk around and have their cozy beds and they have good food and they have their oh. vet support wow. so that is something that i'm doing with my business yeah, yeah. Um, it's getting it's slower than because there's a lot of things um and and licenses etc that you need to actually pull it off so like sure. with the pandemic it's being slowed down yeah um but it's actually it is one of my goals like mm -hmm. this year to wow. at least start it wow. i don't care if there's three or four or five or ten dogs in there like i right. want to start it like it needs to open this the year. energy so of it will exist i love that i love so that that is with my business so in my business oh, i have to be like i have to be complete completely honest yeah um because like my income goal for this year was 500k but i already have it um because i have three high ticket clients that actually yeah. surpassed that income goal so income wise uh, i'm good yeah um what i'm working on right now and this i'm actually very very passionate about um so it's free for my coaching clients but i think i'm going to put it on the market too as a subscription base Mm -hmm. um so i have um, literally hundreds of notebooks of the last decade with all kinds of notes exercises okay. questions templates sure. um like sales scripts um like email like so much um like even agreements um mm -hmm. you know what worked for some clients what doesn't work for other clients like mm -hmm. like really specific notes so yeah. i'm well not me someone uh, who's kind enough to literally go page by page because it's not wow. digitalized so wow. someone is digitalizing that right now so that is going to be in a, some sort of a coaching library Interesting. that is really my passion yeah. project so wow. i think in my business to really get that one going this year that would definitely mm -hmm. be one of my goals i love that and what i really like about the energy of that is it's a it's being transparent that whether it's a a template that you used six years ago that you're not using yes. it now, right? But it could work for where someone is right oh, now. Absolutely. It could work for their voice. It could work for exactly. it. Like it doesn't mean it, that's basically taking the archive of your wins and mistakes Yes. and saying like of none of this was wrong. It's just an evolution. Exactly. And that's even what I'm using right now. So even the yeah. exact contracts that I'm using right now or agreement, yeah. like I'm putting everything yeah. in there. Wow. Um, wow. Because at the end of the day, it can really, really help you also not to yeah. have to hire like a lawyer or an accountant, et cetera, sure. et cetera. Sure. And this is it. But even the coaching techniques, and it doesn't really matter if you're a life coach or a mindset coach or a business yeah. coach, you have to have certain, because this is what a coach, a coach does not give you answers. 
like mm -hmm. a coach asks questions for you to find mm -hmm. your own answers right yeah, yeah and to let you see your possibilities and to help you to make that possibility a reality that is what yeah, a coach does yeah, yeah and there's so many different techniques and some work for some kind of people and others work mm -hmm. for different kind of people so that is i've tried so many things and yeah, that is what i yeah. say i i was not always a success to this day i'm not always a success it's not that everyone that i coach walks out like with a seven-figure business right, right, right. <laughs> i wish that were true so right. it's but like even in my coaching i never advertise it you know that like yeah I, i'm not here to get you to make you rich quick mm -hmm. i want mm -hmm. you to have sustainable foundations so you yeah. can become rich but also keep that yeah um, stay yeah. rich <laughs> wow. um so i was doing because i was going through all the statistics because i was pivoting i like 82 percent of my clients they are successful um because they have a sustainable coaching business and they made at least six figures in the first year so yeah but that still means that 18 percent yeah it not yeah. <laughs> yeah. right so yeah. like your success rate is never 100 percent yeah um not for me and i mean we are not responsible for that but because we can give all the tools they still mm -hmm. need to implement it themselves right yeah but all yeah. of that because i still talk with them so yeah. i ask them okay like why like what like why did you invest in me and then like you are still here like what is happening yeah um so also the conclusions from those talks are, will also be in the library so that people also wow. because if you can anticipate what the yeah. outcome can be you can tackle it right yeah um yeah. Well, everything is going in there but that wow. is something wow. that we that i'm working on right now That's well i say cool. i but i have like like i, I found the sweetest kid who's actually going through my notes and i'm so sorry for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my handwriting is not okay <laughs> well since i am your routine queen we're gonna close out yes. with a two-part question okay so this okay. is about routines um i want you to share one routine that you feel like is really serving you in your business and then and we don't have to dive in because I know we all have our hot mess background, right? Yes. But one area of your life or business that you recognize you could improve your routines. Hmm. Okay. So definitely my routine in business. Um, I would say like my schedule in general. So, um, you know, this is it. I think all of us have so many routines. So one routine for me is that is, I have a brain, I'm a brain nerd and I feel so, I actually do want to highlight this. I'm going to take this one. I'm so sorry for changing my sentence no, six times in no, a row. You're good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick this one because everyone is always so concerned with their uh, body and, and that the clothes don't fit anymore. It's such yeah. a, everyone is concerned about their physical health, but you will literally not breathe. Hmm. if it weren't for your brains but yeah. no one takes care of the brains so i would I, this is a very strong routine that i have um you need to nurture your brains too so that means you need to drink your water that means mm -hmm. you need to have enough quality sleep not just sleep quality sleep because mm -hmm. it needs to rest it also means you need to have your fats like your omegas like you yes. need them yes. it means that you need fresh air and you mm. need exercise i'm not saying that you have to walk around until you're sweating from also you, you can right. definitely do that but right. go outside every day like have that 30 minute walk have that fresh your brain literally needs that so i would mm. those are like another thing is this is it right because your brain is like absorbing ten thousands of impulses every second mm -hmm. like Try to catch yourself when you are in a negative thought or when you speak negatively to yourself, like immediately yeah. replace it with positive words. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds so cliche, but it really, really does change yeah. um, like how you experience your days, but also the perspective like of what is going on in your world. Mm -hmm. um, also, another practice is like meditating, right? Allow yeah. yourself to just rest and come to the present. Mm -hmm. um, journaling so important journal everything and i'm not talking about opening your trello on your laptop i'm talking about like physical piece of paper <laughs> yeah i'm the same way it's gonna be right in it paper. because different parts of your brain like light up when you actually do it with a pen and paper right um so i would say that that is like a really really strong 
um, part of my routine. And also when I feel down, like everyone has their own Rocky song, um, mm-hmm. like just a song that like motivates them. You need to have that yeah. every time you feel to, like, down. like change your state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like yeah. put it on and dance through the living room like no one is watching. And that is maybe yeah. a good thing. Like, or yeah. even if people are watching, doesn't matter, right? Like yeah. just get yourself out of that funk. Yeah. Um, so that is it. But this is like, I think people should pay more attention and actually keeping the brains healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I'm fascinated thing. with the term, the biology of motivation, that there are yes. actually like so many of the things that you were just saying actually trigger, you know, so many times you might hear someone saying, I wish I was just more motivated or I don't know how you stay yeah. so motivated. And it's like, well, it's actually just curating that experience in exactly. your body. <laughs> exactly. Like that is it, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. So that is definitely, that is the strongest routine that I have in okay. business and also in my personal life. So one thing that I could use more routine in. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, I was talking with you, like with a kid, like there's so many areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I definitely feel in my business that I should, um, I should have, you know, I don't care enough about important things like email marketing, um, or like even content creation. If I don't feel like it, I just don't do it. Yeah. Um, I could hire someone for that, but like I don't want that because everything I post is literally my thought of that second mm-hmm. or that moment, and no yeah. one else can think for me. Yeah. And uh, this is, I also don't want to. This is another thing, right? I don't want to work with a team. Like it's up to you if you do that, yes or no. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because I like my solitude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, if I oh uh, if I I should have just like a routine in the house. Like my house is always a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Like like I thank definitely... you for sharing that. Mine is we had our cleaning lady oh. come yesterday, and I had to clean up for the cleaning lady to clean. Right, like this is that is me. That is me because I feel embarrassed for the cleaning lady to come in. <laughs> And like, the, but that's like, not a super about... high value for me. Like, I love, I like having, like, I feel like our home is lived in. It's never my high value to have like an impeccable Martha Stewart experience. Oh, but no. for some people, they do have that high value or prioritize that. So oh. I really appreciate you saying that. There's actually so many entrepreneurs and high level coaches that I talk to that are like, oh. yeah, if I showed my camera behind, no, here, I'm not going to turn around. Like, I, I'm embarrassed to do that right now. Like, so if I look like around me, I just see clothes. I see kids yeah. toys. I see everything. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and it's actually because decluttering and making sure that you're in a calm, clean space actually yeah. is also really helpful for your brains and your creative thinking. Yeah. So I know that it has value for me, but right. I don't care. Yeah. I simply don't care. I yeah. also, I don't, don't, I don't have the energy. Like yeah. I'm the mom. I'm happy when it's 10 AM or PM and I have a reason to go to bed. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. like that is also life. So, yeah. um, I, but that is definitely something like, I mean, I, if, even if you would just take 20 minutes, yeah. like at the end of the day to just yeah. organize a few things yeah, that would already do the trick, but I don't, yeah. Yeah. so I, I'm going for that one. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe that everything that we do in our business can be turned into a routine and that yes. routine, especially for mo- like a lot of personalities can create that feeling of safety. Like I'm just coming out of being sick and I could be just super overwhelmed to be like, I'm behind, but I'm just like, oh, pick up my content batching routine, pick up my delegation routine, pick up and just like picking these back up just feels like putting on a comfy pair of sweatpants instead of, oh my God, I've got to start over from scratch. And that's the the (laughs) gap I want to help fill is I really want women to be able to believe in themselves to be like, Everything that you need to do, everything you hear Nora doing, everything you hear me doing was a skill that you're able to learn and you can turn it into a routine that doesn't have to be a huge project, you know? No. That's the the impact I want to make. I And I think that is so beautiful because it's funny that you say it, like it doesn't have to have, because if we think about changing our routines or changing our habits, somehow we always think about the impossible, that it's such a heavy thing to do and it's really not. Like, yeah. even with the smallest, like, change, like, even just starting the day with a glass of water that yep. you already put the night before next to your bed. So you literally yeah. have to get up and drink it. Like, that could yeah. be a new routine, right? Yeah. And that is not that hard to do. Right. Um, and I think it's so important to have that also built in into your business. Yeah. So, like, especially people starting out, like, or not even starting out, like, starting out, but also people that feel stuck in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, like they would benefit from you like 
so yeah. much. Like there's some little up level, that, especially if someone is stuck, like not able to get to that. I hear a lot of business owners saying, if I could just get consistent 5K months is like a baseline desire. And then getting to 10K months is like this big stretch to get to that six figure level, right? And there's going to be some difference in routines and yeah. skills between you know, sporadic income to the consistent 5k between yes. 5k to 10k. And it's literally just like a paradigm shift. Like once you understand what those shifts are, you're like, oh, well, I just don't go back to not doing it. <laughs> exactly. And this, it's just like and I love that. Because I think everyone in their business should first focus on consistency yeah. before scaling. Because if you know how to make consistently, even consistently $500, you also yeah. know how to make 1k, 2k, 3k, and you can scale it yeah. to whatever you want to scale yeah. it. But yeah. consistency in the beginning is so crucial. So yeah. I love that. I think it's oh. so important. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope everybody listens to this episode. I feel like there's so many nuggets that you've shared. And if someone is feeling inspired and they want to be following you and you're seeing your thought of the day and knowing some of this behind the scenes that you've shared, um, let our audience know where can people follow you best? Oh, only on Instagram. I yeah. keep things simple. I'm yeah. not on Facebook, nowhere else, not even LinkedIn. Like I don't exist officially in this world. <laughs> Uh, but you can find me on Instagram. So it's my name. Okay. It's Nora Noel Brown, right? So at Nora Noel Brown. Okay. Um, and I'm there most days. That sounds great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your expertise and your energy. And oh, I do highly encourage. And, you know, since we're both introverts, but very friendly, if you go follow, follow Nora because of this episode, reach out and say, hey, I heard you on your Routine Queen podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she would love to hear that. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from this episode. And if you love having guests like Nora on and you know someone else who would be a great energy match for this podcast, feel free to, to message me. I'm going to be putting together an application process for guests coming on to the episodes in the future. Well, thank, thank you so you. much for I being here. <laughs> If you got through this whole episode, I know that you are going to want to go follow Nora and reach out to her. And since our recording, she actually did a little bit of a rebrand just of the handle of her Instagram account. So if you don't find her as Nora Noel Brown, as she said in the interview, go check out The Rebel Coach. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can go over. And please, if you reach out to her, let her know you heard her on your Routine Queen podcast so she can know where you're coming from and you can have that introvert connection or just know what you have heard about each other. Hmm.